0: Chapter 17 of Eight Keys to Eden by Mark Clifton This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Dale Grothman Jed looked quickly at Cal when he told him how the colonists had spooked, bolted in panic, as if he expected disbelief. Maybe it seems funny to you, he commented. After taking so much we'd be spooked like crazy animals and high-tailed into the woods over not making footprints. Pretty fundamental thing, Cal said with a shrug. Animals are aware of spore long before they're aware of tools. It hit deep down into fundamental being, a thing like that. Jed looked relieved. Hussein and Van Tassel exchanged glances, as if confirming their belief that an E would understand their problems. Cal appreciated the confidence expressed in that glance, but did not feel it was justified. It was now pretty obvious that this was some alien coordinate system never before encountered by man But how to get a hold of it how to reconcile it? coexist with it Never before encountered by man What if the myths of early man be true and too authentic the legend of his being a pawn to the will of the gods? could there have been some factual basis for the gods and not, as supposed, rationalizations dreamed up by man to account for the control of phenomena at a level beyond his own power to control. It's been bad since then, Jed continued. Seems like once they got the wind up, the whole thing hit them all over again. Like cattle in a stampede, they didn't have a lick of sense. They didn't even stay together. They scattered in all directions, hid out in the bushes from each other. You could hunt for them, call for them, yell your lungs out. You could pass within ten feet of one of callin', pleadin', and they wouldn't say a word. Just stand there and watch you like a hunted animal, not even breathin', lest you discover them. After a couple of days, some of us kinda of pulled ourselves together. Me and Martha, Ahmed and Dirk here. Maybe a dozen of us now have got it together. Funny thing though, even so, All we want is to hide. Can't get over hiding somehow. That's why you didn't see us from the air. We was hiding from you. Martha, couple of the other women folks, they practically had to push us out of the woods to come and greet you, lead you to us. They wouldn't come themselves, being naked and all. They told us first thing was to get some clothes for them from the ship. We was counting on the arrival of your ship to bring the rest of the colonists back to their senses. Some ain't been found yet, not since the footprint thing. If they were watching you from hiding places, if they also saw your ship disappear, well, now I just don't know. There'll be another ship from Earth, Cal said, in a matter of fifteen or twenty hours at most. We were communicating at the time. They'll know we didn't get cut out through choice. Yes, Tom Linwood confirmed. As I remember, I got cut off in the middle of a sentence. They'll know something was wrong. There's another ship out there right now, Cal added. Not an EHQ ship, but one that would have seen what happened. We'll not count on anything from them, but the EHQ ship will be here soon, probably with an E on board. McGinnis Don't know what good it would do, Jed said despondently. That ship might disappear, too, as soon as it landed. And the next, and the next. I don't plan to let them land, Cal told them. You'll notice nothing happened to us until we touched ground. I'll find a way to talk to the ship, keep it from landing, until we got a line on whatever this is. You figure to solve this one, Jed asked curiously, unbelieving i'm going to try cal said with more confidence than he felt it's what i'm here for maybe i can't solve it but i can try i don't know how you're going to start dirk spoke up we're just like animals here we can't use tools but animals do use tools cal answered after a moment materials anyway birds build nests with sticks grass clay Monkeys and apes throw sticks and stones. Even insects use materials. Basic difference between man and the rest is that man gives special shapes to tools, where mainly the rest use whatever falls to hand. But all higher, organized protoplasm life uses tools in one form or another. We ain't allowed to, Jed said emphatically. Not even what's at hand. Somebody, or something is bound and determined we ain't going to at that moment cal felt close to a solution or at least an understanding of the nature of the problem which is the first step towards a solution but like the specter seen in twilight from the corner of the eye as soon as he tried to focus on the problem the concept disappeared something about protoplasmic life using materials non-protoplasmic life could there be and still meet the definitions of what constituted life as compared to our evolution from its earliest beginnings finding some other approach to the manipulation of the physical universe a totally alien kind of science come to think of it the use of material to affect other material was a cumbersome indirect awkward way of going about it as compared with compared with what The concept would not allow him full focus upon it. He filed it away for future contemplation. He saw Dawkins and the other colonists looking at him defiantly, as if interpreting his silence to be doubt on their veracity upon the taboo on tools. Their eyes challenged him to disbelieve them, and find out for himself. Other than the feeling of being watched, he said carefully have you had any sign any other evidence or indication of somebody or something i know about the feeling because i felt it too and very strongly right now but any specific evidence jed dawkins looked relieved at the confession everything's the evidence everything that's happened what more evidence do you want he said One of the strongest arguments in favor of something, or some kind of intelligence, Cal said slowly, is that nobody's been hurt. All natural law hasn't been canceled. We still have light radiation, heat radiation, gravity, water still flows, the planet still turns, trees still grow, and fruit still ripens. We can talk and be understood using our tongues and our minds as tools. We still eat and drink. We can still know. This is no chaotic coordinate system that defies all natural law. This is a deliberate manipulation of some natural laws to get a result. Man manipulates natural laws by the use of tools and materials, but he doesn't suspend them. Here, apparently, without tools, at least without tools we can perceive natural law is manipulated but not suspended when the village disappeared no one was hurt a lot of people were caught in awkward positions and fell some of them several feet there should have been at least a few broken bones pulled ligaments there weren't our ship landed safely we were a long time in the atmosphere of eden And for a few minutes there on the ground, we were still using tools of a high order. It was only when danger of real harm to us was past that the ship disappeared. I reckon it's comforting to know we ain't meant to be hurt, jed said, and looked at his two companions. I guess it is, he repeated doubtfully. Maybe it ain't something as nice and familiar as a cyclone or a den of rattlesnakes, something you can understand. But you got to admit we ain't been hurt yet it was as if he were arguing the point with his companions something I've been noting Jed Ahmed spoke a discrepancy of a sort that has me puzzled Sun reckoning we've been able to keep our minds on this subject for over two hours now as if whatever this is manipulating natural laws can also manipulate the way our minds work yeah Jed admitted slowly his face thoughtful he turned to cal like i said at the start our minds have sort of wandered of late start to do something and the first thing you know we're doing something else can't keep our minds on one thing very long like animals that might be no more than the aftermath of deep shock cal said it's for a purpose startled at the outburst they all turned and looked at Louis. it's for a purpose Louis repeated in a kind of rapture they want us to understand we are being watched over cared for that colonist you all laughed at was right this is the first Garden of Eden where man lived in complete innocence now man has been returned to it to live again in complete innocence you do not think straight because there is no reason you will be cared for woe unto him that seeks to despoil it again by seeking vain knowledge his eyes were wild his face contorted with a mixture of exultation and condemnation shut up louie tom said in a low firm voice we understand jed said tolerantly some of the colonists are talking the same way he's got plenty of company End of chapter seventeen of eight keys to eden by mark clifton read by dale growthman